Hello and welcome to Drinking Geek Out Podcast, part of Hopped Up Network. This is the show where we drink beer and geek out. Thank you, Bob. Bob, that was amazing. Yay. That's our special guest this episode. This topic this week's topic is Ozark, the TV show or the Netflix. It's not right. Is Netflix TV? Netflix. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much TV. Yeah. Streaming, streaming TV. TV. And for the beer, we are talking about a new Indiana, well, Fort Wayne Brewery, Hop River, and then we have an out beer called Muddy. Mississippi Mud or something like that. I don't yeah, remember. a little mason jar. I remember buying it. Um, I'm Saf. I'm. Go ahead. I'm go ahead. <laughs> I'm go ahead. I'm Keith. And I'm Pale. Thank you. I'm Bob. Oh, hey, Bob. I heard some complaints where we don't ever introduce ourselves, know, so no one knows who's. Oh, who's really? Talking. Bob, you want to tell us about yourself just in like three sentences? I'm a big sports fan. Not a big, big beer. I like the Bears. Fan. I like the Broncos. I like the North Carolina Tar Heels. And I was very elated today that St. John's beat Duke. It's a very good win for Luke Karnaseka, former head coach of St. John's, and current head coach, Chris Mullen. All right. All right. Good deal. You might recognize Bob's voice from the March Madness yes. preview, and he was on a phone call one time. Yeah, we did have him call in. I don't remember what episode that was. I think it was the year-end review, or the pre like. The preview the for the one year, 2017 one year anniversary show. He called in. Oh, that's right. He did. <laughs> yeah. I called you. I didn't really call. <laughs> yeah. He called into the show. You, he wanted to be part you of You were it. surprised. Are <laughs> you still a uh, Gatorade fan? Is that still? I do you like Gatorade? Or was it Powerade? No, it was Gatorade. It's best for colonoscopies. Oh, yeah. so. Still good for colonoscopies? I would imagine so. <laughs> that's well, you, what you told us last I, time you were on the show. So. What do people come in with? You gave us they that information. Get, they get a document that's list. They need to take this, these things, either Seneca or Senecot, and then Gatorade. It, Gatorade, like a clear color, it needs to be. There can't be like any blues or reds or purples. Ooh, shit! The rainbow. <laughs> Gatorade right. rain. Gatorade rain. <laughs> yes, I remember. Extremely that. clear. All right, let us know about our Ozarky. All right. Ozark is an American crime drama thriller web television series created by Bill Dubuque and produced by Media Rights Capital. Jason Bateman stars in the series. He also directed the first two and last two episodes of season one. The first season is composed of nine one-hour episodes and a final 80-minute episode. It was released on Netflix July 21, 2017. Bateman portrays financial planner Marty Bird, and Laura Linney portrays his wife, Wendy Bird, a homemaker-turned-real estate agent. Marty suddenly relocates the family from a Chicago suburb to a summer resort community in the Missouri Ozarks after a money laundering scheme goes wrong, and he must pay off a debt to a Mexican drug lord. The series was renewed for a 10-episode second season on August fifteenth, two 2017. So I want to start out by asking Bob what you think this show is, since you've never seen it. Well, Keith took all my talking points away. <laughs> Uh, although I do know that Jordana Spiro is in the show. She had been in the show My Boys, which had had four seasons. Oh, that's who she is. Mm -hmm. Her brother was Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, And he occasionally that. was in the which, show. He which, wasn't... She's the bar owner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Said, okay, she did look familiar. Said her name, yes. character name was okay. Rachel. Ra yeah. 
was, I was okay. thinking that the whole time. She looks, she so, looks familiar. so familiar. <laughs> no, okay, it all makes sense now. From. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I know Marty's son was oh, yeah. uh, the young Daredevil. The young Daredevil. Oh, you're right. From the flashbacks from... in the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked familiar too. Right. Um, Laura Linney. She's in a lot. Of she's in a she's lot been of in a lot of things. She, she was in Frasier. She she's been in a lot of things. Oh, she was in. Uh, well, she's been in a lot. Of things. <laughs> all right, that's all, that's <laughs> all the time fear. we have. Primal Fear. Yeah. She primal was in fear. Primal Fear. She was the. Game? No, it's, it's Primal a, Rage. Oh, Primal Rage. I think that's that's <laughs> primal all fear I could think of. a movie of. that takes place in like Boston and. Uh, Richard Gere is a defense attorney where Laura Linney is a prosecuting attorney and this archbishop or cardinal gets murdered, like viciously murdered. And um, the only person that I can point to is Edward Norton's character who is very meek. Uh, and let's say if you when you... If you continue to watch the movie, it will be a change of pace. It will be quite the script to flip, or flip the script. What a twist! Very nice. That's Bob's thoughts on Ozark. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with it. It's, a, like, it's yeah, a very tasteful like segue. <laughs> All right, what did you guys think of the plot? The plot? Or what, did you know anything well, about it before watching it? Because I did not. Whatever you guys told me, somebody told me that it just. It hits the ground running. It, yeah. You're just you're in the middle of the plot, and you just kind of have to figure everything out. It's very fast paced to get started, and I do like that. Later on, they do have like a flashback episode that takes you back to like early before yeah. the first episode. It kind of sets the stage for everything, and everything kind of comes if, together. So Finally, makes sense. Like lost style. Yeah, in well, a sense. Yeah, because there's the one episode that's basically half flashbacks, which is half of what Lost was. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea what the show yeah, was you, beforehand. You came over and turned on like the first episode. And you're like, "Want to watch this?" I was like, "Okay." Yeah, because I was started hearing, you know, like a couple weeks after it came out, I was hearing people say, "You need to watch Ozark." You need to watch Ozark, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, I like Jason Bateman. And I think he's a really like diverse um, actor." And usually, you see him in comedies. Usually, but... comedies, and you know, he's like, he's in those movies that always like everything is against him, and he's got to like try right. to pick up the pieces and put it together and. So I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And yeah, so yeah, the plot. I like the plot. I it's one of those shows that it never settles into like you know the same storyline. Right. It's, it's it, not one of those repetitive. It's words. not repetitive it's like, at all. It follows a formula or whatever. Right. Always Completely changing. Unpredictable. Yeah. It's kind of what it reminded me of was Breaking Bad, in a sense, like the first maybe the first couple seasons or the last where he's like, like season more of four the, maybe like money when the, laundering stuff. Mm-hmm. On Breaking Bad, after like the, his wife is like really pissed about um, what's going on, and then she's like, "Well, this is our life now, so I gotta kind of help, you know, help and make this work." And and then now she knows that kind of money that yeah she's getting. So yeah, I would agree. It's a lot like Breaking Bad. Like once the wife and the kid find out, mm-hmm. and, and they're kind of helping with the scheme, whole scheme of things. Mm-hmm. How's the kid? Like, is he a believable age, or I mean, when I mean believable, I mean, does he play a, a teen? But is he like older than he's a little 10, smart? 11, he's a little smart for whatever age he's playing. I think. Yeah, he's, he's a smart kid. We're talking about young, um, young Daredevil. Yeah. Oh, young Daredevil. Yeah, he's he kind of I, he gets weird. Yeah, he's he, a weird kid. He did not sure. want to move at all to the Ozark, 
And he was like, whatever he did to that deer, didn't he like cut open a deer? Yeah, and was just like looking at it inside, looking at the or, insides like, because he knew, yeah, it would bring the birds or whatever, <laughs> which is still kind of weird. Not as weird as just you know cutting up animals, but yeah. still, and he like left all it. like premonition stuff in that, or like seeing of signs, or no, no, he was just... he bored. Yeah, basically, he like he didn't. And have he any was purpose. obsessed with death because he thought people were coming to kill his family. So mm-hmm. he was kind of concerned and trying to figure out how things worked. I think a lot of peculiar writing. It seems like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He was a young kid put in this situation, didn't really know how to deal with it. So he was right. just, which was kind of good to see. You saw the different aspects between how the kid dealt with it and then his daughter. Yeah, the like older, 16 the old, his or older 17, sister, something whatever. like that. Yeah. And how she was dealing with it all and then how the wife was mm-hmm. dealing with everything. So it was kind of neat that there was enough characters that you could focus on each one. Yeah, and, and kind of get a different viewpoint mm-hmm. from these different ages and genders. I thought her his daughter was trying to – was handling it better than the, the kid was because – she actually was trying to make like a life out of like where they were, but knowing she knew there was no way like life was gonna be normal. But well, she was trying to be as normal as possible. Until she by... tried to run away and right, yeah. Then she did that, like towards the end. Eventually, yeah, she was trying to go out and meet people and be friends and try to get to know. And then, yeah, then she eventually's like, "This is not working for me." She missed her old friends and her whole life, but then they all reunited and it felt like they're all on the same page. Like by the last episode yeah yeah definitely that they're all in this together so that type of vibe most actors uh if they're young play older than what they their actual age like if you well actually if you're like 13 you're going to play a 10 year old if you're yeah. because yeah, you most at, actors yeah. place younger than when they are when you get to maybe around 70 you play older than when they are. <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> You guys, once you hit into like maybe sixty or something, you hit you put you play older than what you are, or most of the, most actors play younger than what they are. That's why it seems like a lot of actors who are in their early twenties play like teenagers. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a maturity thing. Yeah. In the show Good Times, uh, John Amos' character was supposed to be significantly older than uh, than Jimmy J.J. Walker, where in reality they, they were only eleven years apart. Mm. The per- the old person was uh, the person that played uh, Florida, the mom. I knew her Florida. name. Florida. <laughs> the name <laughs> of a state. <laughs> Esther Roll. Esther Roll. Yep. Esther Roll was old. All right, so Ozark. What about the villains? Like the... Was he Mexican? Like yeah, his... I really liked him, at the actor and just the way the yeah. character was. Because he was... Like so down to earth, and you know, he's a good guy, like a he business guy working with. He until, didn't seem scary like, until he, did... he meant business. It's like, oh shit! He knew he was serious because he was like melting people or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, mm-hmm. Whoa, yeah. Then it turned very, you know, Breaking Bad. Like in comparison to like Gus, where you right. know where he's kind of has that fake front. I mean, yeah, this guy very, seemed more genuine, similar characters. Yeah, in a way. they're similar in that sense. But I, this guy seemed a little bit more believable. Like down to earth. Yeah, Gus was a little bit too proper and it was like too phony almost. Yeah, Versus... it was. He was like putting on a front, like you mm-hmm. said. And... This guy just just how he is. This he's, is how he which is. Which means he's batshit crazy. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then there was the older poppy farm people. Oh yeah, that were the kind rednecks. Of 
side villain too. Excuse me, don't call him Redneck. Oh yeah, they, we learned nah, that. Like that. they don't like that. You need to edit, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> I like those characters a lot. I thought they were more batshit crazy than the, well, the well, Mrs. Mexican definitely drug was. lord. Especially yeah. when the it came misses. to the end where they got called Rednecks and they like blew that whole deal, deal up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I liked his character too. He was, it's like the wise old southern gentleman style that he uh-huh. played. But yeah, he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. And then there's the girl that works for Marty Bird at the strip club, the blonde chick. Oh, the blonde chick. And trying to her, find her way. Her uncles or whatever they are. Oh, yeah. Kind of so when uncle. he moved to Ozark, he became a proprietor of a, a strip club? Mm-hmm. A strip club and a bar and a construction company because he was like yes. building that church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. He's built, buying up that. all these companies. Oh, and did he get all of that through. money through the laundering? He, bu- he had the money to launder, so yeah. So, so he that bought money this company, so then he was laundering money through right. all of these different companies. He was, he was washing the money in the Ozarks. In the Ozarks so, it's like, so he continued to launder money even after he had Yeah, yes. that's the main reason he moved, because he was going to get murdered. And he was like, I have this brilliant idea to launder money through the Ozarks. There's so many people there, I don't remember his whole spiel. And then, so we, the guy gave him five, five million dollars or well, how much? Eight was million. It? Eight, eight million. Eight yeah. million. It's like if you launder this in a month, then I'll let you live. So then he had to go to this small ass place and buy up every little tiny mm-hmm. restaurant, everything he could, business, and try to launder his, that money through there in a month. But in the process of doing so, he picked up on the other mon- money laundering business, the other drug lord that was there, which is the southern couple. So they own the strip club. So when he took over that, you know, they took notice, obviously, and be like, what the hell are you doing? This is our business down here. We don't need you. And that's where the paths kind of cross, where Marty's now stuck in the middle between these southern people and the Mexican drug lord. So he's kind of stuck in between. Fight off a little turf war. Exactly. Exactly. And he had money into that lady's really T-Bill's business. Oh, that's oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that went real bad. <laughs> those characters cracked me up. I forgot about yeah. those <laughs> Like the, the guys. Her mom. and her yeah. son, like their little fight, like, was hilarious. Yeah, I knew something bad was going to happen when they're, like, going back and forth. Yeah, and they're walking, out she's in the middle of the street. Walking in the middle of the street. I'm like, yeah, let's not make this too obvious. <laughs> I'm sure Bob didn't even see it and he could predict what happens. Yeah. Some you paint very vivid pictures. A character walks in the middle of the street on a show. It's pretty obvious. A lady walks backward into a, a street, not looking what happens. <laughs> was it a busy street? It was just it like was in front street. of a house. It was a street. and So she got hit by a big <laughs> dump truck. Yeah, yeah she went. <laughs> and then the only other real characters were the church preacher and his wife. Mm-hmm. That they were using to distribute their drugs. Yeah, unknowingly <laughs> they know. were distributing drugs through their Bibles on the water because the cops couldn't get to them on the water yep. or whatever. I thought that was an interesting side that story. Was, yeah, very interesting. And then just them coming into it and just to see their destruction of how he's this holy man and everything's righteous to understanding, like, what did I just get myself into right. and that reality crashing into him type. Mo- yeah, it was, it was an interesting mix of characters. 
It's just I, a little bit of everything, I, I think. Yeah, I know. I thought for sure he was going to drown that baby. That's what I thought. I'm like, oh my god. I, I almost stopped so it. I'm like, I did not want to watch this. I really didn't expect a baptism to yeah, happen yeah. at all. Like, because he was so angry. Like, the way he like scooped it up and yeah. then threw the carrying case off to the side, like, oh my god, he's going to kill this baby right now. <laughs> he had like rage in his I eyes. I want to watch this show. <laughs> So at first, I thought he was going to throw it off that cliff that Marty kept hanging out at because I wasn't sure where he was. And then mm-hmm. he put it in the water. So, oh, he's just going to drown this freaking baby. <laughs> what about the one of the uncles having the, uh, oh, the relationship FBI with the FBI? Yeah, that, that was the other thing. That was weird. That was funny, though. Cause, <laughs> it was hilarious. Because, like, he I ain't no fag. I ain't no fag. <laughs> and then he goes, it's proceeds like to kiss him. They start, oh, God. <laughs> Like I said, there's a little bit of everything yeah. in here, Bob. <laughs> this, this show is, yeah, got everything. But I'm curious, the blonde girl that's one of the, the niece yes. of the Yeah, movie. she's uh, trying to fulfill her father's legacy is what it sounds like. She always wants her dad's approval, who's mm-hmm. in prison. That's so right. she's kind of the smart one. So she's taken over you know, from her uncle, who's a complete moron. Is she going to stick with Marty and like work well, with him? or like him sh- or like her respects his family and stuff because they like mm-hmm. drove her to the uh, jail or whatever to meet her dad that That's one right. time mm-hmm. and they and kind that, of bonded the moment she had with the missus mm-hmm. it was weird like I have a mom yeah and then you know she kind of got jealous and how she was talking to her own daughter and it just you could see that it's like she wants part of this family because she doesn't have a yeah. family that's loving. that was the biggest thing I think she, she just felt that like that mm-hmm. like she was wanted and she chickened out and... killing Marty but yep then ended up killing her two uncles yeah. that way. And if she was I willing was, to do that, it's I like, believe I that when think, I, that yeah, she's in for the long haul, I think, with Marnie. Okay. Because I'm not sure if, like, is she going to turn on him in season two? or? But it seems like she likes like what they got going on. Together. What, did all of this stuff happen in season one? Yeah. yeah. As the whole season. Season like 10 one. episodes. Season two one. hasn't come out yet? Mm-hmm. Not yet. When is the premiere date? Um, it's not set yet, but I believe they're filming it right now. I don't think it's going to be out until 2019. So if it's on Netflix, that all comes out at once, right? Yeah. Correct. All right, that will lead us nicely into talking about season two predictions, like what we think will happen going forward after how we left off. I'm excited to see how who's going to replace. Well, I know these are all spoiler alerts, but we who's going to show? Yeah, right? exactly. So. Um, Who's going to replace the the Mexican drug lord guy? Because he wasn't the true upper yeah, there was guy. A guy. There was a guy him. that he contacted on the phone. Now that that was on crazy, their way. Yeah, they were on their way to make a deal or something. Which I guess they said, "Yeah, let's do it." And then you know, crazy country woman blew his <laughs> head off. Yeah, <laughs> redneck blew his head off. So to see how that's all going to work and how this new deal, if it'll still work, unless this Mexican drug lord is just going to destroy these right. people. Um, but to see, because I think he's going to what build a casino on the riverboat, yeah, or riverboat something. casino that transfers drugs. So that'll be interesting to see how that works, and then how the family came back together. They had that opportunity, they had the out, mm-hmm. and they didn't take it, and that they're in this for the long haul. So to kind of see, like I don't know, the kid's going to start school, or you know, what's it going right. to do? They have to start, you know, getting some roots into the ground because the whole season took place over one month. Yeah, um, like maybe a little bit more, but it went basically very quickly. So just to see that aspect of it, I think now they have that base that they can work off of, and then they get the, all those businesses yeah. to to uh, launder their money through. Exactly, and, and then now that that character's gone, the the gay guy, 
uh, uncle, <laughs> the uncle, yeah. the gay uncle. I can't think of his Bo- name. Oh, right both, both uncles gone. Both uncles, yeah, they're both gone. No, the other guy, he was just a he side really character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to have him gone, and then how's the FBI still going to investigate this? You know, yeah, that's going to be interesting because that guy's still around. But now his boyfriend's dead. Yeah, exactly. So he's going to be probably out for revenge. So we'll see maybe a different side of him this time. That'll around. be interesting. I don't know. But sorry, Pam. I'm just curious to see if the the blonde niece mm-hmm. continues working with Marty because I feel like with this how the show has been going that there's going to be a twist there. Something's going to change. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be. I'm thinking it's going to be something bad. She's going to backstab him, and and then like the the nephews are going to be. Or kind of create their own plan, right? Is the her dad going to get out of jail? You think? Oh, see that he could come yeah, into the picture. The other character, yeah, because yeah, now he's pissed at everything that's happened, well, and maybe they'll. Find did a he way originally to get out. live moved to the Ozark because of this family connection? These extra relatives that are coming out of the woodwork that no, that, no, they're he, not related he, to Marty at all. Yeah, he met all these people while he was there. He yeah. got into the mess of it. He just are they they, just he's related, from Chicago. Like you say, like friends are related. Or well, the the blonde girl works for him, and then her her two uncles were those three were all trying to rob Marty because he had all this money. When he mentions the blonde girl, he says that he's that she's his niece. Is he his is she, not his niece? The no. uncle's niece, not the Marty's niece. niece. <laughs> the two uncles' niece. The uncles have, you know the. Girl, their niece. It would help if we knew these characters. I, yeah, yeah, it I was know. Really... <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> and then, like, one of the boys... Is Catherine? Is the Does son. Right? No. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if, I wish I could remember her name. I would try to find it, but I don't know. I think a Google well, search Well, when I was talking about earlier... <laughs> Kate, it maybe, it yeah. only reminded me in this aspect where you were talking how people were unhinged and uh, running off the rails. Well, the movie... Ruth. Uh, Ruth. The movie... Yeah. Out of uh, into the furnace, which is about um, it's about Christian Bale, who is a he works in like the steel mill or whatever. But his brother Casey Affleck, like, does fights. He like oh, I've heard of this. He um he does fights, and his the person who sets up these fights is like Will Willem Dafoe. He want he wants more money. Like Casey Affleck wants more money, and so he agrees to take uh, Willem Dafoe's character agrees to take Casey Affleck up to like this backwoods, I think West Virginia or whatever, to Woody Harrelson, which Woody Harrelson's character plays a very unhinged person. He you get and he's like, "Don't mess around with these people. Don't fuck around with these people because they." Oh, you can't cuss on a show. <laughs> they are crazy. They are. Off the chain crazy. I mm. mean, it was an interesting film. I mean, hmm. Sam Shepard's in it, Zoe Saldana. How recent is this movie? Uh, I think it came out like three or four years ago. Hmm. Okay. Sounds interesting. Back to Ozark. Back to Ozark. <laughs> I think Russ and Boyd are the names of the uncles. Mm-hmm. So they are Ruth's uncles, mm-hmm. and they're not related to the birds, Jason Bateman, or their family at all. To clear up that. Right. <laughs> and then Ruth's father has been in prison the entire time that we've been watching the show. Yeah. And he's, yeah. He's been on like two episodes, but. And he wants Marty dead, like yesterday. And she's not getting it done. And Yeah, because 
she wants her to steal all his money, I guess. Is that what the plan mm-hmm. is? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Would you say that the individuals that are in the Ozark, are they like backwoods-like characters? Some or? are. Some yeah, are. most of them are that he's dealing with anyway, yeah. on a regular basis. That's They're true. kind of like rednecks. Or... We haven't seen any like rich, classy people at all. Mm-hmm. The real estate the people real, are yeah. kind of normal. Yeah. They're not yeah. like rednecky so much. but They're kind of like us. Like... Yeah. Midwesterns, maybe. <laughs> Don't call me normal. <laughs> Are you it's a abnormal or subnormal? Super normal. Super that's normal. not a care. That's not classification. I made it up. I make it up your face. <laughs> I enjoy looking at your face with that microphone, Bob. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you, sir? So we would all recommend people check out this. Absolutely. Or we wouldn't have been talking about it. It was recommended to me, I think, by you guys. And I'm like, yeah, I'll you just check it out. It. And I'm like, oh, my did, gosh, I love this. Did you, like, binge right through it? I did not binge through it because the episodes were a little bit longer. And the time that I have, I usually I can watch maybe a 25-minute <laughs> show. And these are, like, 55 minutes. Yeah. So it was kind of harder for me to find time. And I always it hate stopping them yeah. halfway through. I kind of want to watch a full episode. So this one I couldn't binge. If it was the summer, this would have been done in a day. (laughs) Yeah, the we I think we watched two episodes at a time and finished it in about a week. Yeah, but I thought the pacing was perfect. I mean, it's like a perfect ten episodes. There wasn't anything like super drawn out. It was yeah. They didn't never feel like long or boring or Mm -hmm. anything. No, and like yeah, because like it's always this changing. The plot is going different directions every ten minutes. It seems like and. I very enjoy, enjoyed it very much. Absolutely. Let's get on to the beer talk, but first, here's a, uh, what do you call it? A promo. A word from our sponsors. <laughs> word from the Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network is a group of independent beer podcasts devoted to providing insight into our local craft beer communities. You can visit hoppedupnetwork.com to hear more podcasts like this one. Pacific Beer Chat brings together a collective of West Coast beer bloggers sharing our opinions on events, issues, and well-crafted groups. We hope you will check out the podcast at pacificbeerchat.com and at Pacific Beer Chat on social media and podcast apps, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Music is by Conundrum. Welcome to Pacific Beer Chat. In beer. Hop River. I think we went there tonight. We did. We attended the we grand did. opening. Grand opening of the Hop River. I mean, tell us what the website says. Sure. Water, barley, hops, yeast. Hop River Brewing Company was founded on the idea of using these four basic ingredients to create unique varieties of craft beer. We treat our beer as an expression of our personality from which we will create our identity as a local brewery in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Our tap room will be the place to have a pint, share stories with friends, and create memories. As Hop River's identity takes shape, we look forward to being part of the downtown community and its continued rebirth. Our logo represents the elements of our founders' personal paths of Hop River's journey toward the future. The three stars of D.C. and the three rivers of Fort Wayne coming together to create something greater than their parts. And that's our logo. (laughs) Because one of the founders is from D.C. I think they all met in D.C. Mm -hmm. And then... They just opened today their brewery in Fort Wayne. All right, so what do you guys think for the first time? It was packed in there. It was packed. It was, um, but it wasn't that difficult to get a beer. No, we just had to kind of got up there, push your way, weasel our way up there, and 
It was hard to tell where to go, but there was a bar there, so we just kind of walked. There was a bar, but they did have a big sign once you got up there that said, order beer here, order yeah. food here, which is nice because at some places that you go, it's like, do I sit, do at, I the sit table? at the table? And do I sit at the bar? Me? Yeah, where do I go to get food and or beer? And they kind of just had big, like, long bench tables. Mm-hmm. That, it's like cafeteria type thing. Which is what yeah. I think they were talking about in here because they want a place where people can come can and meet and mingle and, and socialize and get to know one another. So and, you all sit at one big table and yeah. you can talk to the person sitting next to you, ask them what they think about the beer. Exactly. So it's kind of It's a nice concept. social Something that we don't really have. atmosphere. Yeah. I like that you can walk back into the brew. That was just for today. But I think yeah, that, that was been just... That was oh, so they're probably going to close that off. Yeah, that was just for today, so we got a sneak peek to so go back that's there. that's cool. So we could see all their fancy, mm-hmm. shiny They probably equipment. figured they needed the room, space because yeah. it was getting full in there. Plus, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people would ask anyway. Yeah, can we go look in there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had it so. all like roped off so you couldn't actually go. Right, just the, the little walk area that we could, could walk get around them. Yeah. We also had the shadow bag game. Cornhole? For some reason, I couldn't remember. Shuttle bag? Shadow bag? Shadow bag. Shadow bag. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Shadow <laughs> bag. The actual, like, for some reason, wow, corn, that cornhole escaped my brain. They're beanbags. Shadow bag. Where did you hear that? Did you just come up with that? I know what you're talking know. about, but. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> The shadow bag. So like, the shadow's flying at me. This is a shadow bag. <laughs> is it because when you throw it, like you, you can see the shadow like follow it? I don't know. It just for some reason I couldn't think of the the thing cornhole, and that just happened. Up shadow, the shadow bag. bag. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh. Wow. Okay, we had a few different beers. We each had one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob, you had the. Tale of Two Cities. What was no, it? No, I didn't have Tale of Two Cities. It was called uh, Two Truths. Two, two truths. truths. Two right. Truths. Two Truths. And a rye, wasn't it? That's what it. That's said. what it said on oh, the app. That's what it said on the phone, but on the board it just said Two Truths. Oh, well, the, I the think style. on the menu, on the like paper menu, it said Two Truths and a rye. Right. Yep. Okay. What'd you think of that, Bob? As not a beer unfortunately, they're going to be extremely articulate. <laughs> And I'm just going to say it was quite good. It was good. Oh, it was good. Well, that's good. So you would okay. order another one if we go back? Possibly. You, I mean, you, you would try it. other things, or would a you lot get of them that looked one like again? IPAs and like? Right, I know that's not your style, but so I'm, there was a one up above that I might try. The Kolsch. Okay. I, I bet he's like the Kolsch. The Kolsch you would probably like. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I think that might have had a uh, slightly a higher alcohol content, but actually, I think it might have been lower actually, because I think it was like five point eight or something. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. kind of one of the lower ones. I might try that one. Uh, I had the variant of that called Prime Time Dry Hop or something like that. Prime Time Dry Hop Red Ale. So it was basically the two truths, but with dry hops so it was tasted like bob's but it was a little hoppier with like an ipa twist like bitter notes on the end but it still had like the sweet upfront flavors mm-hmm. of the red ale that he was drinking it was good it reminded me of uh junk ditches that we had that one night that we yeah, were out there the um it was a little darker six something it had a number in it yeah, yeah it was something weird but bat, that's what it batch, reminded me of batch, batch yeah yeah Batch 50, so I don't know. Something yeah, like something that. like that. But, yeah, I gave it a 3.75. I thought it was damn good. The untapped says, A red ale infused with Cascade and East Kent Golding Hops. Why not? A tap room only limited release. So it was kind of like a small batch of variant of 
the two truths. And Pale and I had the coffee all night. Was one of their limited releases as well. At least that's what the menu yeah. said. So that's kind of why I gravitated towards that. Plus, it said coffee, so I'm like, sold. That's me. I'll drink that. So it was an imperial stout coffee. It came in a 12 ounce little snifter. I think it was glass. a 7.7 percent yeah. ABV. It wasn't and, too bad for the alcohol content. I mean, it wasn't overpowering. Mm-mm. But uh, the coffee was not overpowering at all. It was a uh, pretty smooth all the way around. It didn't really feel like an imperial to me, honestly. Um, but it was a good balance of coffee with the imperialness for a, a pretty good blend. Mm-hmm. It was a little bitter on the back end, but like I said, it's the coffee taste for me, so that doesn't bother me at all. So, yeah, I thought it was a little bit lighter on the coffee than like a lot of these coffee porter mm-hmm. stouts that I've tried, and there was a little bit of like bourbon. I thought, I mean, yeah, that, I think that, that was imperial. imperial sense, yeah, absolutely, yeah, and that was nice. I liked that. The it was like a little bit of a bourbon taste and yeah it had like weird peppery notes i felt like mm-hmm. when this little sample i had mm-hmm. but yeah it was smooth it had a little bit bitter on the back end i enjoyed it i gave it four and a half caps oh, i gave it a four <laughs> yeah i, I, thought I mean it was it, was, it good. was good i've had better coffee, coffee ones beers, before yeah. but it was neat as an imperial so that was something new that i've never really had it's always been like a coffee brown porter of some sort not really an imperial stout so mm-hmm it was it was different. So as I drink more of these, I will probably bump that up. Yeah, but it was a new style, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't say this earlier, but for the two truths, the unha- uh, untapped little blurb says, "We pair Munich and caramel. Caramel? How do you say it? I say caramel. Caramel. <laughs> I say caramel. Caramel malts. <laughs> caramel malts." For a deep malty flavor reminiscent of the Irish and Scottish-inspired red ales brewed by many older American brew pubs, our take adds rye and subtle spicy aspect. Did you notice all that? The caramel and spicy? Maybe a sousant or a hint. Sousant? Yeah, I thought it was a little hint of caramel. I didn't really notice the spicy. It was more of a sweet. What did you think, Pale? I I believe you did have a swig. A swig of... Of yours? When he was hanging up his coat. <laughs> Honestly, I can't quite remember like what how to describe it. I think it was, um, it was very similar to mine, just without the hot bitterness aftertaste. Yeah, I didn't quite get enough to really like remember. I just... All I can think about is the one that I had. Because <laughs> I had a full 12-ounce pint of that. A pint is 16 ounces, not 12 ounces. Oh, well... My pints are different. <laughs> this was an English pint. This was a pale pint. <laughs> pale pints. <laughs> English affected the pint system, so they pale. would prefer a pint to 60 minutes. You could do your own spinoff podcast and call it Pale's Pints. <laughs> pale's Pints. <laughs> pale's Pints. <laughs> they would just be 10-minute episodes of a few drinking a pint of beer. Yeah. She's like, how many ounces are in the pint? I'm like, 16. I, I was laughing because the lady, she's asking you, how many ounces? How big is that? 16 ounces, man. <laughs> That's a pint. That's true. In England, they're like 20. That's true. We did learn that from England men. (laughs) (laughs) You just have nicknames for everybody. Do not know anybody. I don't know his name. I met him drunk, and then I drank with him all the time. (laughs) All the time. I was with him. I was drinking with him. So, I mean, I don't remember what his name was when he told me. Keith is horrible at names. I am. Mm He'll just assign you a name. Because I do have a job, you know, where I have to memorize 180 names like every (laughs) single year. So it's kind of hard to remember 
names that you the don't ones deal with every I, day. I don't have to deal well, with every day. Well, this one math so. class I took, I didn't really assign people names. I called my teacher Biddy. Biddy? Like, one she was, was an old Biddy. Biddy. <laughs> Jeez. That was mean. She had itty bitty titty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't judge her body figure. Well, you like... judged her character, though. You <laughs> judged her age. You old no, Biddy. I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> I'm not infallible. All right, so Hop River, excited um, that they opened up. Back. Definitely be checking them out again here in the near future. Did you see Growler Fills anywhere, like on yeah. the menu? Uh, not prices, prices, but you could but buy the swag glass, shop. Yeah, glass Oh, this there. little swag desk yeah. they had there. It was where you order food. You could buy the growler there. It was like 8 bucks or something like that. Not I don't know bad. how much I mean, it would be. And they had shirts and I think they had stickers Pint and glasses stuff. and yeah. yeah, stuff you can buy. I think I might do that because I need to find a in beer for my Game of Thrones Season mm. 2. There you go. That'd be good. That'd be interesting. So I thought maybe go super Game local. Have more seasons than just two. Not... Game said, doesn't Game of Thrones have more seasons than just two? No, they stopped it too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have like six or something. They couldn't. They couldn't go any further on two. They just, just stopped writing the books. You know, I have a phone, right? <laughs> yeah, they're working on season eight right now. But, That's the final season. But you need to you listen to that episode. You need to listen to our season one episode first. Pale recaps the seasons for us because we don't watch it. I see. Yeah. I'm trying Actually, to get you should have, done. Uh, you should have Nathaniel be your co-host. Co-host. Because co-host. 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 <laughs> Kayla's my co-host. Well, yeah, he can be a special guest. guest. Well, when we were trying to have He doesn't dra- like podcasting. Well, when we were trying to have our draft, he was like... He doesn't talk well, into the microphone. Well, when we were yeah. trying to have our draft, he was saying... <laughs> like, we can't do it at this time because I, I go over and watch... Uh, Game of Thrones with my neighbor and he's calling him a fucking gay boy. He's like, we need to have the draft because we haven't postponed it as long as, as we have. And you can't have it just so you can watch Game of Thrones with your neighbor. I mean, go, go pause it or something. Like, you have a computer in front of you. We didn't end up doing that. We ended up doing it by text, which was a long ordeal. I thought you weren't doing that. Oh, we had the season. But we had to draft through texts. What? Yeah. You didn't have a live draft? I didn't enjoy it. It's all messed up. It's a story in itself. All right. All right. Let's move on to the out beer. Sound good? Yep. While we are getting the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drink and Geek Out. Get all sorts of cool, fancy updates and pictures. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff over on our website at drinkandgeekout.com. And you can email us any comments or suggestions at drinkandgeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content, and that is patreon.com slash drinkandgeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, our out beer that we have is FX Matt Brewing Company. Was the FX part of that? Yeah, I don't know exactly. It doesn't say on there. I had to Google what is where it an this FX came show. From. That's why I was confused. This is called Mississippi Mud Black and Tan. Dating back to the 18th century England, the custom of blending pale and dark beers has kept the black and tan a favorite experienced beer drinkers. Experienced beer drinkers. <laughs> Let me try that again. A favorite of experienced beer drinkers for centuries. Our famous recipe combines a robust English porter with a fine continental pilsner. 
preserving the character of each while creating the classic taste of the legendary black and tan. In true American style, we bring it we bring you the best of both beers as they meet in Mississippi mud. And it is in an old style mason jar. I love this bottle. One second. FX Matt Brewing Company is a family-owned brewery in Utica, New York. It is the fourth oldest family-owned brewery in the United States, having brewed beer since 1888. Dang. Its most popular product is the Saranac line of beers, which sounds familiar. Yes. Soft drinks such as root beer and ginger beer are also sold. I've had some of those Saranac. I'm pretty sure. It looks like that. Yes, I've had those. That really good. familiar. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think, yeah, I've seen somebody mm-hmm. with bottles in house. I didn't know it was brewed by yep. Matt's Brewing. Somebody with the bottles in my house. That's me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got those, I think, in Pennsylvania. When so the back there. of this says Same thing. Mississippi Brewing Company. Yeah. And I, is that Ceranac is a different brewing company. So I think they're all under that FX Matt Brewing uh, okay. label. Oh, okay. It's like an AB InBev. Or yeah, that's true. It's a t- tiny They're AB all, InBev. yeah, he has his own separate little factions it sounds like but yeah this growler really cool is so cool mason, mason jar, jar style yeah. growler looking what how um, much beer is in this thing yeah one quart a quart we are drinking a quart of beer <laughs> quart of oil and then how, how are you supposed to do it like that? I think it's this way. That's <laughs> the old the Mason way. Yeah, I think it's something like that. I forget. But they were bigger. They were a lot bigger. Yeah, and it's more than. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah. It's like you drink it like with your shoulder or something. I don't know. It's really weird how you do that. But a little alligator on the front down here. He's in, in the, the Mississippi, Mississippi mud. mud. Where's the Ozarks? Missouri. Yeah, the Missouri mm-hmm. mud. Missouri <laughs> mud. I like. The, I like it though. I like the. Yeah, it's really cool. Growler looking thing. Yeah, we found this in a gas station in Indian or something. It was like a little, little tiny, little tiny liquor store. Liquor store. And we just walked like in, shelf and you saw it on a shelf. And you're like, I'm just grabbing this. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, these are really popular. I was like, well, I don't know. I just like the one bottle. If the beer's bad, I'm keeping the bottle. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Did we get a picture of this? Mm-hmm. Up there. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Actually, no. We just got a quart of it. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Beer. It's Mississippi mud. It's kind of like a caramely reddish. Yeah. It's got like a red hue to it, I feel like, if you look in the light. Brown red. It does. It's caramely, like a bronze. But it's very clear. It's, yeah. Nothing floating in it. it <laughs> no floaters. Pretty well. It's a mixture of black and tan. It smells good. Mm. Yeah. Let's do a little swirl. <laughs> you gotta get the swirl. You have the nice glass for the swirl. Give it a sniff. Sniff. Sniff, Bob. Sniff. <laughs> I can't smell, so it's... Uh, well, then don't drink yet. No. no you, you can smell just fine. It smells like something I've had before. Okay, now you can drink, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I already drank. I, 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 did, I did two drinks. <laughs> I'm jumping the gun here. No, I didn't. That's interesting. Hmm. It's different. I can almost taste the two separate beers. Like the Pilsnery plus like the caramely notes or yep. whatever from the black. I noticed that with most black and tans, you can pick up on both. Mm-hmm. You can tell that it's a hybrid. Brewed separately and then mixed together. It's not what I expected, really. It's more on the Pilsner side than the Porter yeah. side. 
I'm thinking mud thing is going to be like chewy. It'll be <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like this to be mud. It's going to be real chewy, co- chocolatey. Not it at it's, all. No, it's real. I don't know where they came up with that name. It's kind of light, actually. Yeah. Did you say the ABs and the IBs? I didn't say it. Nope. What do you think, Bob? Is it drinkable? It's a sea level quality. I mean, it's Sea level? Like ocean sea level or like, ABC level? If you were to give it a grade, it'd probably C, give it okay. like a C level. We, we do it out of one through five. Bottle caps. Three, five. Three, three, five. Point five. <laughs> three and a half. Three yeah, five. I thought you were saying like three, three to five. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty wide range. <laughs> you give it a, between a one and a five. I give it like a one to a five. Bob's giving us the snow forecast. Three, uh, three, three to five inches. That's respectable. It's got an average of three point four two. Would, would you drink more of it? Than that. If it was Fine. given, if it was given to you again and you don't have to pay for it, would you drink it? Like a whole glass? Or? Yeah. If we, we, here, Bob, here's this beer. Finish this. Would you drink it again? <laughs> Taking another sip. I'm, okay. <laughs> Didn't have to chug it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! It'll be a long yeah. episode. I can cut out some of that American Gods talk because <laughs> this isn't an American Gods episode. Save that for later. I didn't even get into the synopsis. I know you talked about leprechauns and zombies the whole time. Yeah, no. She wasn't a zombie. She, she was definitely dead. a zombie. And then she came back to life. Who watched the show? Me. So she wasn't a zombie. I'm so just showing him out. Off the description you gave me. So A coin gave her power. So she's like a Power Ranger. No. So ridiculous. She's nothing without it. She'd be dead without it, so she would be a Power Ranger. Semantics. <laughs> Semantics. I think it's growing on me a little bit more the more I drink it. Yeah, I really like it. To the point that this is easy drinking beer. Like, I could sit yeah. down and... Because I thought that as I was pouring it between the four of us, I'm like, man, this is a lot. Thinking how thick it right. might be and everything, and it kind of looked that thick when I was pouring it. But after drinking it, I could easily sit down and polish <laughs> this thing off real quick. A liter. A liter cola. A liter cola. <laughs> Oh I think gosh. I'm going to be the minority on this because the style I was expecting was that's not what I was expecting and I think the style kind of sucks. You don't like black Your games. expectations are getting to you. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't like the um, Yingling black and tan. Mm-hmm. This isn't really close to the to that. No, there's... I like the actual black and tan, whatever. It's like Guinness and Harpoon or something yeah. like that. Is that what it is? Harp. Harp, yeah. Yeah. Harpoon, that's different something brewery. different. Yeah, it is easy drinking. I could, I could slam these. <laughs> I, could, I could slam this probably in a few hours. I mean, I would love to just for the sheer fact of walking around with just this just and drinking it, and just people it, looking like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" <laughs> I'm a Mississippi man. <laughs> Porter and a pilsner. You don't really slam something in a few hours. You typically slam something immediately. Just using. Sorry for being the the grammar police. Well, I was being grammar police with no, your I'm... zombie definition of the living dead in that sense, coming back to life. I was using the grammatical and the actual definition of it. You're the majority. But anyway. Oh, see. You don't like it. The rate beer doesn't like it. Um, oh, rape, rape beer. beer overall fourteen, and the style is a three. See oh, the style. Don't sucks. saying rape beard. Rate beard. Rate beard. Ratebeard dot <laughs> <Rape beard>. com. <laughs> Get your dick out of my beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot better than what I thought you were 
saying. <laughs> Did we talk about Untapped? No, uh, not really. Do you have it? Yeah, it's um, three point four two out of thirty thousand ratings. <laughs> I had one friend rate it, give it a three. Nathaniel had it, but he doesn't rate. He things. doesn't rate rate it, so I don't know if he liked it or didn't like it. I guess I gotta do both jobs here since Dustin's not here. Oh, oh yeah, beer advocate. Feel like I'm drowning, drowning. It's not even in on beer. River. Oh, there it is. A uh, Mississippi tea. mud. They have a Mississippi mud lager also, mm. and a muddy Mississippi oatmeal stump, but that's somebody else's. No, and they also have just Mississippi mud, not black and I'll go to the black and tan. BA score, 3.15 out of 5. It's an okay with 1,210 ratings. Most people give it a 3. So Bob's a little high with his 3.5. You are. Best for a score. <laughs> score. That's his first time scoring, so. <laughs> <laughs> scoring something besides Gatorade. <laughs> On the colonoscopy scale, this would be a zero. I don't recommend drinking this one. It's a zero colons. <laughs> I love how the fact that you said, like, I'm a colonoscopy expert. You randomly brought that up. <laughs> you asked me to bring up things, and that's what happened. It was a year ago. I'm like, usually Gatorade's good for sports. Then you went straight to the colonoscopy. <laughs> and I'm like, when we're talking about basketball, you're talking about colonoscopy. <laughs> I still have that audio. I'm going to have to find that. It's great for colonoscopies. Well, they presented it uh, for press conferences. And it looks like they can drink that because <laughs> most of the times they're on drinking, but it looked like somebody drank some of it today. Um, this so I would ask to drink it. Person, I was going to say gentleman, but I don't know. Is that a man or a female sign? That's a male sign. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> this gentleman says... I was taking a picture of your beer. I just decided to take the picture. <laughs> 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 oh, the dog. I didn't so, oh, is like perfect too. <laughs> That's like this claw came out of nowhere. I'm sorry, Saf. Go ahead. <laughs> As I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. The bottle is the best part of the brew. Pretty light tasting. The combination of black and tan is somewhat underwhelming. Drank it super cold, so it was a refreshing change of pace from the other hoppy beers I had consumed this afternoon. Overall, it was fun. So it is a nice change of pace from like those past four weeks of episodes. <laughs> Straight IPAs we did? This, yeah, the IPA trifecta. Ugh. But it is... Like the first thing i notice it's like kind of watered down like yeah the first instinct like when it it's a little watery and there's not a whole lot of flavor to it yeah i mean you get the flavor of the porter but it i think the pilsner that's mixed with it it just waters it down yeah. way too much mm-hmm. it's like a cheap beer basically yeah and yeah it tastes like a cheap spin on black and tan but i still kind of like it though yeah it's not terrible i would easily drink this again yeah it's not terrible i don't think it was Brewed badly. I just think the two styles together are just not working for me. So with that being said, I'll, I, I'll just give my rating. Oh, go ahead. I gave it a three. Um, still better than the B 
big three, like we always say. I would drink more of these, but just not a preference. <laughs> oh, it's not working. I gave it a 3.25 because I enjoy it just a little bit more than pale, I think. I think it's drinkable. It's just kind of not the best version of this beer. But I would I would drink it on – I'd buy it again and drink it. I think it's pretty drinkable. It's just – it's not up to our standards, I think. I agree with that, except I went one click down. Just I gave it a three. <laughs> oh. Smooth, easy drinking. I'd drink it again. I'm not going to seek it out, though. Yeah. Because there's a lot better black and tans out there. But just for the shock value of having a bottle like this, I would definitely buy it again just for the bottle. But I know this one's saps, so. <laughs> um, but I would buy it again for the bottle just the to show up to a party somewhere and just be like, yeah, that's right. I'm drinking out of a mason jar. You're talking or the, into it. the novelty. I moved it down to a three. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just so we can hold hands. Well, Bob's. Bob I'm, broke our handhold cup did. with his three and a half. This doesn't really look much really like a mason jar because, like, they used to have a, like an Arnold Palmer, uh, like alcoholic drink, and it was like in like this kind, and that was a, a mixed drink, but it was served in that kind of bottle. So, what kind of bottle would you call it? I don't. I, don't, I ever never really had a word for it. What's a mason but, jar look like? I guess mason jars look like like the ones you had at your like, wedding. Yeah, mm. like with the. Uh, like, you I would like jellies and jams like, in. Yeah, that Missing would be like jug. a jug. Like, or it looks jug. more like that. Kind yeah. Of. It would be like a maybe a jug. Like, similar to what they would have in, like, like rednecks will, will like, blow into to Yeah. yeah. What, what are those called, though? <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not a mason jar. No, it's I not a mason jar. This is kind of like a... Is this, would this be like a cro- crowler? It wouldn't be a growler, but it'd be like... Howler? What? Crowlers are cans. Oh, so like a howler? Howlers are like 32-ounce growlers, basically, because they're half growlers is a howler. I guess they're just mm. stoneware jugs. Stoneware jugs. Okay. Mm-hmm. We were wrong. Like the, the picture. Keith's a big idiot. Gotcha. I am. <laughs> but I know what he meant. Thanks for clearing that up, Bob. Croc Literally, jugs. that is going to be very distracting to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Quit eating Bob because you choke on his gross skin, Louis. <laughs> All right, bu- uh, Bob, not Bob. Keith, you yes. have a strange brew for us. I do have a strange brew. Ooh, the strange brew. We're <laughs> waiting on it. I oh, know. I was like, like Man, I'm supposed to do something because <laughs> you're all looking at me. <laughs> what do I do? Like, I, what, what that's I do? why I, I stole it from you the last time because you were taking too long. So you were like. Doctor Strange. Oh yeah, 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 I was like, you beat me to it. <laughs> Bob, will you say Doctor Strange Brew for me? Doctor Strange Brew. Not like, <laughs> not like, no, like Doctor uh, Strange Brew. Oh. Right, now do it again, but without him talking. Doctor Strange Brew. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, we're here with our Strange Brew segment. Keith just handed us a glass of mystery beverage, and we got to figure out what it is. <laughs> I like how you said beverage. Do you know <laughs> what it think is? It, yes, I know what it is. No one else does. This is the fun part of the segment. It's you have to guess what it is with these two. Oh, that won't a, happen. A clear, <laughs> tannish, brown, caramely color. I guess. Mm-hmm. It's very it's like clear. A, like a ale. It's some kind of carbonation. Like you can see the carbonation. 
slightly fizzy. It looks almost like a, a soda. Water. Could be a pilsner, though. To me, it smells like root beer. It smelled like cream. Yeah. Cream. Cream. Oh, cream. Cream ale. Cream soda. Cream soda. Cream, like a cream soda. Cream, cream, cream. Cream, cream, cream. But we already we already did the not your father's cream. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. <laughs> we did. You, you, you dusted that one. I know. I know what it is, so it doesn't matter to me. I, I haven't had it before, so I really wanted to try it. I'm gonna sip it. I'm not part. I'm not playing right now. I'm. Um, now I don't know what it is. That degree, it's probably a cross between like a ginger ale and like maybe a cream ale. Tastes a lot of like lemony. Lemon? Lemon. Like, like <laughs> really? It's like, like lemon to it. Yeah, like what a ginger ale would taste like. It's got like a, it doesn't taste like a beer. It tastes like it's somewhere. I don't like think it's hot. a beer. It's a hard soda. It said that could ale. Be accurate. Well, ginger so, ale is not true. Beer. True. Is it one of those Henry's something? It's not Henry's. It's not Henry's. Is it not your father's? It's not not your father's. <laughs> <laughs> So it is your father's? <laughs> so, it, yeah. It's not. Because you're using a double negative. No, I'm using the title of the place is called Not Your Father's. So it's not Not Your Father's. So it is that. You're not you're getting <laughs> the point. Not Your Father's is the title. Yes, I know that. It's and the it's title. not. It does not matter what that not if it's there. That not does not count as a not. Right. So it's not yes, Not I Your Father's. Your okay. You would have had to use three nots in order to. Correct. <laughs> It to be, it's not not not, not, not your father's. father's. <laughs> <laughs> That's not confusing. Not not confusing. Oh man. So was it? Um, was not Coney Island have like a? Oh, they're another one. They're another one. Is it Coney? Is Island? it Coney Island? Yes, it is. <laughs> is but it? now you got to guess the flavor. Oh, ooh. It's like a ginger I got You know them better than I do. Probably the. It's a, it's caramely enough. I don't think it's the root beer. And it's not dark enough to be the root beer. Mm-mm. Tastes like it, though. When you guys kept saying that. You know I'm what? Like, I have one in my fridge. We'll try it next. Ooh. Ooh. I have three more of these, or four more of these in your fridge. <laughs> it's not as That's bad as I, I thought. I don't think it's the cream ale either because it's got like a caramel. I don't know if they have like a caramel. It's like maple, maybe? I don't know. I'm bad at this. I'm tasting more vanilla. Yeah, vanilla like that cream ale. But, but there's something not, else. Not the cre- yeah, I know. There's something on top of that, and on top of the cream ale, it's a cream ale. But there's one other word before it: butterscotch. Nope. Sweet, sour, sugar. <laughs> Sweet, sour, sugar. It's like a candy. Is it? Those are all different no. responses. It's not the same response. Licorice. Licorice is a candy. Oh. No. Actually, Bob was the closest. Sweet. No, what he said originally, we all laughed at him. Ginger ale. Lemon. Lemony. Lemon. So, then you changed it to? Citrus. citrus. Vanilla. Uh, oh, oh. Orange cream ale. Orange cream ale. Orange cream ale. <laughs> Coney Island's orange cream ale. Okay. I do not taste any orange in this. I know. I, I, did not, I did not taste When you guys are orange. describing me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't taste the orange in this at all. It tastes <laughs> like root beer and uh, vanilla cream ale. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what wow. it is. Wow. I mean, hmm. I, I can see the orange now a little bit. Like, if you hold it up to the light, there's a little orange hue to it, but I would not ever predict this to taste mm-hmm. like any orange. And I know Coney Island, I think, owned by one of the big ones. They bought them up. 
But this is the Hard Orange Cream Ale. Comes in at 5% ABV. Get your tickets here. It's a small price for a thrilling escape. Buckle up, passengers, and hang on to your hats. We're on a steep track to bring you back to the boardwalk. Some rides are deceiving, but this one is all there. Coney Island Hard Orange Cream Ale is an... Well, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. (laughs) Of orange vanilla, a giant combination of orange vanilla and spice, inspired by the deliciously unexpected concoctions that you'd only find on the boardwalk. Are you tall enough to ride? They forgot the orange, though. They but did, I but it's interesting how he, he picked up on that. So, yeah, he... he a lemony he citrus. citrus but Bob, your palate might be more, like, refined more than you think. Yeah. <laughs> we may have you in on more strange beer segments because you find those <laughs> hidden ingredients that we can never taste. It's very sweet, though. It is very sweet. It's almost like drinking a real soda. That's the thing. I'll grab that. I'm trying to finish this glass real quick and so I can grab that other one. And we can test it out. This is not what I typically would drink, but I, I like it. I like it. I'll keep That's it in good. my fridge. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't pour it out. I'll keep it in. Oh, you enjoyed it. Thoroughly. Would you, so you keep it in your fridge and drink it again? I would drink it regularly. Someone have to give it to me, but yes. So you wouldn't, he, wouldn't he, buy he it? Buy I'm, it. I'm peculiar of what it is. You like it duck. a lot, but you won't. It tastes better free, right? <laughs> oh, well, absolutely. <laughs> I'll give you one, Bob. I would drink it. It's just like a different change of pace. I mean, if maybe if you want a little bit of that alcohol, but still sweet. I like it better than the the Henry's yeah, that we've yeah, had before. Yeah, probably sell it in a liquor store, and it's maybe like a dollar fifty. I would get it because a dollar fifty a for bottle? like a, a can or something or yeah, a bottle. Most of them are like a dollar seventy five. Well, that's like sixteen ounces. Yeah, they are like that. They're they price them at like a dollar fifty or whatever. True. You wouldn't get like a six pack for. No, they do just one. I mean, no, but would you get, like, a six-pack for $8? I'd really do six-packs. Six, well, you get, <laughs> six-packs is where the money, like, they'll they'll cheat you if you get a six-pack. No, they're cheaper. They they charge more it's per more bottle. It's more expensive if you get a six-pack. No, it's cheaper if cheaper, you get a six-pack. Not, it's cheaper not per, this, but, I mean, if anything. Of any, everything, is, they charge you more per bottle than they would a six-pack. Some right. people would disagree with you. But they'd be wrong. Well, that would be math. But if you buy a 24-pack or a 12-pack, usually you save usually more money like the a, more you usually buy. Usually a six-pack is like, it could be range anywhere between like six and, it's usually like eight ninety nine or six ninety nine. It's rare to find a six-pack that's $6, unless it's Miller Lite. Their new little steiny ones are like five eighty nine, but it's half the beer. Like I'm saying, it's like it's nine, Miller Lite, eight, but eight ninety nine, And then if you get like a 12, it, they charge like maybe... Depending on which one you get, it would be like thirteen if you or fourteen. Bought six of those for eight ninety nine. That's cheaper than buying. Them. Yeah, but if you get a twelve pack, I'm sure they probably charge you like twelve ninety nine. Yeah, they, they get cheaper the right, more they, the, the more, more you, you put buy, together. So one by itself it is. is more expensive than six, and then six. Is you think of that by taking two six 12. packs and buying two six really packs. Dis- <laughs> I don't really discuss the minutia of things, but if you're buying like. Four different kinds, and they're and all of them are like a dollar fifty. You can get like five beers for maybe. I prefer s- to do it that way too. I'm just saying, right? That it, We're just saying if you want to buy six of right. the same thing, it's it's cheaper to buy it in a six pack right. than if do it individually. You to like in my sense, for this, they did not have these individually. I had to buy right. the six pack of this, so I was kind of hoping I would like it, and I do. So, <laughs> and I'll give you a couple, and you can have some. But it was kind of funny when I went to the liquor store. It was the one right down the road from me. 
and they have a pretty crappy selection. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, eh. and I thought about stopping at the one on state as the best selection, mm-hmm. but I'm like, well, you've been there enough. You probably know. I haven't been there in a while. I don't okay. go to that one as much anymore. And she was asking me, she goes, oh, anything I can help you find? I'm like, yeah, something strange. She goes, oh, have you had an IPA? And I just kind of look at her. <laughs> That's not strange. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, this is, you're the idiots that are stopping me from buying cold beer in a grocery store. <laughs> yep. I said, I have a beer podcast. And I said, we have this segment. I said, I've had my fair share of beers, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> I said, just something goofy off the wall. You look at it and go, what? Yeah. That's a beer? You know, something. Yeah. Something goofy like that. And she tried to point me out to some sour ales. I'm like, no, I don't want sour Sorry. ales. I'm like, no. And she goes, well, have you had purple haze? Yes, I've had purple haze. Have you? I'm like, and she wasn't helping a whole lot. And I looked down. I'm like, oh, never mind. Orange cream ale. This works for me. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, I know it's not really beer, but it's something goofy and yeah. it's something different. All right, let me grab that root beer real quick. All right. Um, I'm so fast. I'm back with those beers already. Or root beers. <laughs> root beers. Uh, you guys want to? I mean, it looks more like a root beer. It definitely, it. yeah, it does look more like a root beer because that one was the orange cream was way too clear. I remember when I was pouring this, I'm like, oh, it's, it's dark. So dark. It's like Mississippi mud. It smells like root beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're so they're so sweet. Very sweet. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like I like that orange cream better. Yeah, this one is just too sh- well. Yeah, just too much sugar right off the bat. It's a cool bottle, though. Still, yeah, absolutely. Definitely going to go with Not Your Father's. Yeah, I think Not Your Father's. Or actually, Rohard, I think that was the best one. (laughs) This, I think Rohard's better than this. I think we were hard on Rohard. We were too hard on Rohard. (laughs) Rohard on Rohard. Did Rohard get a redemption yet? I can't. I think we put him out of business. <laughs> I think so. I, I don't think you can buy it anywhere. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't either. Since then. <laughs> I would like to redeem them or try to redeem. I don't them. know how. <laughs> I know. We destroyed it. Bob. What do you? You're. Do you like root beer on like regular? Yeah. I mean, A and W or I whatever. I don't drink dark pop, but root beer is an exception. So, so what do you think of so this? What, how does this compare to like just a root beer? Um, I mean, it tastes. Like Similar a to a root beer, but I've had Not Your Father's and other things like that. So, Would you prefer Not Your Father's over this? Or would you have to taste them side by side to really? Yeah, I would have to do that. I don't... The thing with these... Uh, these Coney Island beers, you don't really... There's no alcohol. Like, I mean, there is alcohol, but you there can't is. taste it. You, you can't, can't taste it, yeah. It's not like those... I other, would have to agree with that. I mean, the other I've mo- had similar things like this or Henry's or Coney Island or... Not your father's. That is it correct. You don't really taste the alcohol. You just taste like abundance sweetness of sweetness and, and mm-hmm. like, just like just normal pop things. So right. I would have to, which can be that. pretty scary. It is dangerous. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't make them anyway. Too many kids start drinking them. <laughs> oh, that's why you're 21. You'd have to because this contains 5.8 percent. Does what? Did you the, say that co- one? Yeah, um, five. Five percent, maybe five point eight percent on the root beer and five percent on the uh, cream ale or orange cream, and you can't tell at all. So it, mm-hmm. uh, it's very dangerous if you drink more. But I don't. It's impossible right. to drink it's more like, than one. I don't buy a, like, a twelve pack of pop and drink six of them. So no, not at all. I can barely drink this quarter of, of the root beer. 
<laughs> Stop saying psh, psh into the microphone. <laughs> <Gosh>. Jeez. <laughs> Learn how to be on a podcast. We're still podcasting. <laughs> he doesn't know because this is just how we talk yes. when we're sitting there on a table. <laughs> he forgot there's a microphone in front of him. <laughs> I'm punching? trying to pay attention. He's picking up his leg and going. <laughs> I thought you were punching him and doing sound effects. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I just saw it out of the corner of my eye. I didn't know what you were doing. But yeah, um, definitely more alcohol in the. The root beer one, you can kind of taste it a little bit a little more. Bit. It, it offsets the taste some. But that orange cream is just too sweet. I could easily drink a whole bunch of those. Yeah. But like I said, I stop after like one pop or so. You don't want to drink any more than that. I think I would pour this root beer out. If I had to drink a whole glass of it or a whole bottle of it, I couldn't do it. I, would, I wouldn't be able to finish it. That initial taste is not good. I don't know if it's just because it's old. but it is, It's very old, but... That initial upfront taste on the root beer is blah. <laughs> it gets worse for me as I drink it. The aftertaste, it, it tastes like I just drank an A and W or something, right? Mm-hmm. But, but the like, upfront, yeah. yeah, it's like bleh. Well, too, too much. Issue with A and W or did you just no A and good? No A and W good or like Barks or anything. It tastes like a the aftertaste. Barks, has bite. Barks does have bite. <laughs> it tastes like a normal root beer on the aftertaste. Uh, we didn't mention. Uh, somebody want to describe this bottle? Oh yeah, the Coney Island bottle. Cream, orange cream. Looks like they have a map on the back. Um, they, <laughs> there is a map if you want to find the brewery. I yeah, think. which is kind of neat. The no, root beer doesn't I mean, have people that, have, but maybe they've updated it since. Have phones now with maps on them, but I suppose if you get lost down the street, you could find <laughs> to the brewery. It's next to this, is about all. It uh, but basic orange and blue, with a uh, little bit of yellow in there. Very old style looking Coney Island, not yeah. too. Far off from those colors, those muted light. There's more orange light on that bottle than there was in the contents. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, there's a little orange slice above being the hard, being squeezed onto the hardness. And it looks like the orange cream font is filled up with orange mm-hmm. cream. It's a very old style font, too, like the 1950s, like, like the window paints. In a yeah. soda shop or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Soda shop. Soda fountain? Or soda, soda fountain. Then for the root beer, it's got like a big glass of root beer with like with roller coaster. a roller coaster built around it. it looks pretty cool. I, I think the bottle is way cooler than yeah. the actual b- beer or hard soda or whatever. And it says, thrill your taste buds. Does that say thrill your taste buds on it? Mm, for adults only. For adults only. <laughs> Are you tall enough to ride? <laughs> now, why the roller coaster? Because Coney okay. Island... In New York, Coney Island is a little like amusement park. park yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I don't know basic. The only Coney York. Island I know is like Fort basic Wayne. New York history. Yeah, it's yeah. not based on the Coney Island hot dog stand. I'm horrible at history. But at Coney Island, there's the Coney Island hot dog stands. The Coney they, Island hot dog stand yeah. is based on the Coney, Coney Island. Island. <laughs> yeah. Because oh. it's you know the whole like boardwalk and it's an old style. You know, you would go to Coney Island to party and. Amusement park rides and carnival games and all sorts of stuff. Mm. It's a staple in New York. The Coney Island in New York? Yes, that's the Coney Island we're talking about. Uh, Paul didn't know that existed. I did not, yeah, I didn't know that Coney Island. Don't you watch Nathan's Hot Dog? (laughs) 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 Nathan's Hot Dog? That's in Coney Island. Do I watch it? (laughs) 
I don't. Yeah, I don't watch Nathan July, that closely. Oh, finish the sentence. Don't you watch Nathan's hot dogs? No, just Nathan's hot dog. Like, um, <laughs> what is that? Another show like American Gods? I thought it was like a Nathan for you episode. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, on the neck of this root beer, it says Coney Island hard root beer is a new twist on an old favorite with hints of flip it over vanilla, licorice, and yeah. birch. This root beer will bring you back to the boardwalk, and by boardwalk they mean Coney Island. <laughs> Coney Island boardwalk. Gotcha. Did anybody notice the birch? Nope. Is birch wood? That's what I'm thinking. Birch wood. Yeah. I, I mean, that's so. like the barrels that they've yeah, put could beer be. in, out of, made out of birch. Absolutely. Could be wrong. All right. Let's end this shindig. Bob, thank you for joining us. Do you have anything that's you'd great. like to promote? Uh, yes. Uh UNC plays Duke. Oh, hold on. The... Before you say that, no. this won't be out for a couple weeks. Right. right. So that's not live. <laughs> Go, it's UNC. Not tomorrow. <laughs> Go UNC. Go <laughs> UNC. Go UNC. Beat Duke. Do you have any social media, Bob, you want to promote? I don't do that. Okay. Perfect. We, we run his social media. <laughs> <laughs> I do Facebook, and that's about it. Once in a blue moon. That's actual me. Actual me. Actually me. Once every three months. No, I go on there every now and then. I could just prove that right now, but... I think oh, this episode's long enough. Excuse me. Remember? I'm on there all the time. Excuse Adam and wow. Ashley are expecting. Yeah, I knew that back in October. <laughs> I'm Keith. I'm such a dick. I'm such a dick. I'm so quibby. I'm such a Nathan's hot dog. Nathan's hot dog. <laughs> I just made that song up. <laughs> Nathan hot dog. Who's your pa? Who's your pa? Racing and casino. Racing and casino. I'm only human. I'm only human. Don't put the blame on me. Don't put the blame on me. And playing us me. out is Bob Horn. I'm only human. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. Hello and welcome to Drink In and Geek Out Podcast. That's not even the name of the show. <laughs> it says hello and We're, welcome. You, there's no and in between drinking and geek out. <laughs> Let's try this again. <laughs>